0: Thanks for choosing to listen to another City Point West podcast. I trust that this message empowers and encourages you to continue your journey of faith. lead you Enjoy. to a place where you can serve God. It's incredible, right? Serving is an amazing thing. Who's ready for the Word of God? You know when you say that you're ready for the Word of God, what you're saying is that you're ready to be transformed by what Jesus is saying to you today. So can I ask that question again? Is your heart open? Are you prepared with a spiritual ear for the Word of God today? Come on, this is a big thing. Don't come in here closed off going, oh, it's just another sermon. I've heard it all before. Can I just tell you, in this moment, Jesus has got a message for you. I don't know what that message is today. I've got a message to bring to you, but God will speak to you if you're open to Him. Because you need to be open to Him for Him to speak to you. Amen? Are we ready for the Word of God? Great. Great, great, great. The title of my message is, Let Me Tell You Why You're Here. That's kind of pretty obvious, right? But it's not. The title of my message is, Let Me Tell You Why You're Here. This church was founded for the lost. It wasn't founded for any other purpose. Every church is founded for the lost. To see people come into relationship with Christ. This church was founded and many, many like it. So you can come. You were once lost, but now you are found. Amen? Come on, that's a thing to praise God for. You were once lost and now you are found. You have come into salvation to spend your life with Christ. This is a big deal. Every church, every hour... People like Pastor Day, Pastor Mark, who have gone before you, had the vision and the foresight and the heart to see the lost come to Christ. This is the only purpose we exist. We serve to see the lost come to Christ, and we love the people that come in the door. I should make you guys should be more excited about this. Every church is designed to serve the lost. That is our, our, our absolute purpose. We were designed to carry the good news. If you know Christ, who who knows the good news? What is the good news? Salvation. Salvation is the best news you could bring to anybody on this planet. The word of Jesus Christ, to be reunited with the Father, with the King of Kings, with the person who created them, is the best news you can bring to anybody. It really is. Someone brought that news to you. Someone did. I am here because someone brought it to me. Someone designed in the future that that you will speak. There are people out there right now that don't know Jesus Christ, that are in waiting for you to come into their world, that are in waiting for you to start to speak, connect with them at work, connect with them at school, connect with them in wherever you are, at whatever thing you're doing. God has got a design and a purpose and a plan. And we've got to be ready and waiting for those people to come along. And have an ear to the Spirit of God, because when God speaks, He moves. Amen. Do we agree with that? When God speaks, He moves. Every one of these uh, prayer requests right here is wrapped up in hope for somebody. For somebody. For somebody. For something. Every one of them is wrapped up in hope for something. And there is a future place that exists. You can't see it, but God can. And he's bringing people to this place where you will will connect with them and you will impact them and you will influence them and you'll bring them the good news. Isn't that a great thing? It's a great thing. Be excited about the fact that you're an instrument of God, that you are an oracle, you're a mouthpiece, you are full of the word of God, full of the good news that's going to come along and speak life and life more abundantly into people. What a purpose. What a purpose to be designed for. What a purpose to to, to bring around people's hearts. You're an ambassador for the gospel. You're an ambassador for the gospel. Once you're an ambassador for yourself, there was a time where you were an ambassador for all the things that you wanted, for all the things that you tried to get, all the things that you desired. But now you're an ambassador for the gospel. You're an oracle to speak the good news of God and the good news of God is out there and it needs to be given and translated and transformed and sown into people's lives. People need to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. Unashamedly, in your workplace, in your school, stand up and be counted for the one who saved you. Stand up and be counted for the one who saved you from an eternity without Christ. This is a great thing. You're an ambassador of the gospel this morning, church. I love that. I love that being an ambassador. I often stop and ponder the many thousands of people that because we exist have come into Christ. I genuinely do. I genuinely stop and think about if we weren't here, if City Point wasn't here, how many people would not have heard the gospel of Jesus Christ? If every other church wasn't here, if we allowed the voice of the world to speak louder than the voice of God, how many people would be going to hell? We need to be an ambassador of the gospel. We need to speak up and speak out. We need to stand and walk in the faith that we are actually called to walk in. We need to actually stand tall and say, I'm a believer of Christ. I am washed. I am set free. I am forgiven. I am made whole in Jesus' name hey, let me show you how to walk that life. All you can do is be an example. All you can do is look at this and go, this is my great hope. My great hope is not in things. My great hope is not in stuff. It's not in my house. It's not in my work. It's not in my car. It's not in the money that I have. My great hope is in Jesus. My great hope is in Jesus. No matter what comes before me, no matter what is in front of me, my great hope is in Jesus. People come and challenge everything we do. People want to shred you down. They want to pull you apart because they see that you are doing better than them. But you know what? It doesn't matter what they say. Their words can fall to the ground. They have no bearing and no effect on my soul because my hope is established in Jesus Christ this morning. Come on, can we get an amen for this this morning, church? Your great hope is established in Jesus Christ. No weapon formed against you will prosper unless you let it. If you allow words to come into your head, if you allow words to come into your heart that aren't of the gospel of Jesus Christ, they will pull you down. And they are the words of the enemy. There are things that want to distract and change and turn and pull you apart, put you away from the great hope in Jesus Christ that you're an ambassador of. What a mighty, mighty, mighty opportunity we have. It's a selfless thing to work in the ministry. Can I just say, church, you've got to give your life away. Jesus said, when you give your life away, he will give you everything. This is a trust thing. This is a hope thing. This is a transitioning from who I am to who I'm called to be, to a, to a, a, a disciple of Christ. At the foot of the cross, where grace met you, Did grace meet you at the foot of the cross this morning, church? Did the blood of Jesus Christ meet you at the foot of the cross this morning, church? This is where grace met you. And every single person on that prayer list, every single person in this room, every single person that calls Jesus Christ their Lord and Savior has met grace at the foot of the cross. I love that. I love that. I love that my name is written in the Lamb's book of life. Come on. Is anyone's name written in the Lamb's book of life this morning? Hey, give me a give me a wave. If your name is written in the Lamb's book of life, if your name is 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 under the banner of Jesus Christ, if you come under the authority of the King of Kings, your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. I cannot have a bad day when I think on that. How can you have a bad day? I know there's challenges, don't get me wrong. But the minute I stop and I sit and I cast my mind Jesus, my name is written written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I love it. I just sit there and go, you know what? Anxiety's gone. Fear is gone. Challenge is gone. It it puts my God, my King, my Lord, my Saviour above every challenge that I have when I stop and I think that my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. It puts my God and my King above every challenge in my marriage Any challenge in my work? Any challenge in my finance? Any challenge in relationships? My God, my God, at the foot of the cross where grace and mercy meet. What a great place to be. What a great time to call yourself a Christian. What a great time to stand up and be counted for who God's called you to be. What a great time to be a witness for the gospel. What a great time to allow people to bring uh, alongside of you and have eyes to see them. Eyes to truly see who they are. Eyes to truly see that they need to step from darkness into light. And maybe once they stepped in the light, but maybe now they're walking in darkness. Maybe once they served the king of kings and they had a heart, but enemy got into them. You know, they say that the boats only sink because of the water that gets in them, not the water that's around them. Challenges around you. You let water in you, you'll sink. Satan will come and steal the Word of God from your heart. He'll come and rob every thought and everything. He'll distort it and and put controls around it. This is where we've got to say, I'm a child of God. I speak Jesus. Is there any Jesus speakers in the house this morning, church? I'm going to declare God over my circumstance, over every part of who I am, over my situation, because I'm an ambassador for Jesus Christ this morning, Luke four eighteen to 19 says this, the Spirit of the Lord is upon you. Hey, come on. The Spirit of the Lord is upon you. The Spirit of the Lord is upon you this morning. The Spirit of the Lord is with you. Whether you feel it or not, we say we speak Jesus. The Spirit of God is with you wherever you go. Because you are a temple of the Holy Spirit. Amen? Come on. The Spirit of the Lord is upon you right now. All you need to do is engage. Are you ready for the Word of God this morning, church? Are you ready to engage with that Spirit that's called you to be greater than who you are today? To be influenced on people, to be, to have a mindset, and to see every single one beyond their challenge. Vinnie was praying this morning in the prayer meeting uh, about the, the father of the prodigal son, and God has been speaking to me about this for weeks on end. And he gave me this word. That Vinnie said, you know, God spoke to her and said, the father's just waiting, he's waiting, he's waiting, he's waiting. And I said to Vinny, you know what? God's been speaking about the same thing, beyond forgiveness. The father, doesn't matter, stolen everything from him. The son took it all, wasted his inheritance. But the father stood there. With his eyes keen beyond forgiveness. There was no unforgiveness in his heart for the circumstance. He just wanted his son back in his house. Jesus just wants his sons back in the house. Jesus just wants his daughters back in his house. Beyond forgiveness, people, when we look at people who have offended you, who've done something against you, I want you to remember this, that you're washed. You are set free. You sit at the foot of the cross with grace and mercy and wholeness. And beyond forgiveness needs to be our hard attitude. You want to see your children come home? Beyond forgiveness. Let it go. You want to restore relationships? Beyond forgiveness. Like it never happened. It just didn't exist. It never, never happened. I will speak to you and I will see you as Christ sees you beyond that place of forgiveness. Because you're an ambassador of Christ. You're washed. You were set free. You are called. What a beautiful thing. He sent you to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim the liberty to the captives and recover sight to the blind, to set liberty to those who are oppressed and to proclaim the acceptable year of the God. Do you know we can only do those things if we don't hold unforgiveness in our heart? Do you know that? You can't heal someone and hold a grudge. You can't lead someone from somewhere where you've still got shrapnel stuck in your heart. You can't do it. You need to get on your knees before Christ and start to think beyond forgiveness, God. You gave that to me, everything that I had done, everything that I had spoken against, every challenge that I've walked, every word that I've spoken. You looked at me and said, beyond forgiveness. Isn't that beautiful? And we love that we serve a gracious God this morning. And we love that we serve a God that looks at you beyond your challenge. And you can go, I'm beyond forgiveness. Thank you, Jesus. And he says, God says he's faithful that he'll cast your sin as far as the east is from the west. Isn't that amazing? Come on, that's something to praise God about. I'm happy about that, I've got to tell you. I'm actually happy about that. You and I, we're birthed to be salt and light. You and I, we are birthed to share our faith. You and I, we are birthed to make a difference this morning, church. You and I, that is our divine purpose, to make a difference in someone's life. I believe there's a season coming like never before. I genuinely do. I see a stirring in the spirit. When God starts to speak visions to people's minds, visions to people's hearts, you've got to be prepared for this. I know something, if you're going to build anything, You've got to make a plan and get the materials and be prepared and then go to task. I see a stirring in the spirit for the future. This church and many churches like this are preparing for a change. They're preparing for a spirit to come in and capture the, the things that the world has taken from them. I genuinely believe this. And you can stand up and be counted or you can stand on the sideline. It's your choice. It's up to you. No one's going to force you. I could put a whole bunch of materials here, but you've got to pick the hammer up. You've got to go to work. And you've got to prepare the ground. You've got to prepare your heart so you can change the world into beyond forgiveness. Take people from a place where you see them, that someone might have hurt you 20 years ago, and you go, oh, beyond forgiveness. Hey, let me share Jesus with you. I know you did this, but hey, I don't even remember it. I don't even remember. Let me just share the lot of... Of Christ this morning. Let me share why I carry hope. Let me share why I have faith in my heart. Why I can look to a place that doesn't exist yet, but exists in the realm of the spiritual, and I'm going to speak it into being this morning. I'm going to speak these prayer requests as though they've already happened. These are happened in a place in the future. It's up to you whether you believe that or not. This is what faith is all about. The substance of things hoped for this morning, church. What can you see in your future? What words have God planted in your heart this morning? What words have been spoken over you that you've forgotten about? Words from the past where someone has spoken through the Spirit of God, you are going to be a mighty man of God. You're going to change people's lives. You're going to speak into their world. You're going to take them by the hand and lead them through a path that they can't seek the outcome, but you can because you have hope. How many people are out there in this world today that are hopeless? And you walk around like a shining light, like a beacon in this world, impacting and influencing their world. Or you can just cover it up, walk around, keep your eyes shut, get a darker shade of sunnies. Don't let that light out. Don't let it out. If you speak Jesus this morning, church, you're a citizen of heaven. Can you say that? I'm a citizen of heaven this morning. I'm a child of God this morning. Come on, declare about who you are. Declare it. Your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I love that. Pastor, Sh- Pastor Tim, I nearly said Pastor Shim, Pastor Stim. <laughs> Him and I get mixed up so much. We've actually got a joint name. It's called Pastor Stim Mixud. That's how it goes. Kimmy's the worst. <laughs> Pastor Tim, <laughs> That's a funny thing. He shared an incredible message on faith last week, and I'm going to launch from that. I want to bring another faith dimension to this this morning. Are we ready? I want to speak to a mindset. I want to shift a mindset this morning. And I don't want to do it. I want the Word of God to speak to you this morning about what your job is, what you're called to do. Let me tell you why you are here this morning, church. Are we ready? Therefore, if anybody be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. All things become new. It redefines who you are. How can you have a bad day when all things have become new? When you're having challenges, stop and just go, I'm a child of God. My name's written in the Lamb's book of life. All things have become new. All things have become new. My mind has become new. My heart has become new. Satan, you have no rights to be where I am because this is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Satan, if you want to come into the temple of the Holy Spirit, you'll be transformed. He won't come. Trust me, he won't come. If you stand and shine your light this morning, if you declare who you are, he won't come. The minute you stop shining that light, the minute you cover your eyes and cover your light, he will come in the darkness. Because it says he's like a thief in the night. And the minute you stop shining light, he will come in like a thief. He will come in and take every seed and he'll plant every seed of bad thought in your heart, every seed of bad challenge in your world. He'll bring it back for you to remember. He'll bring it back and say, you're not a child of God. You remember this. Do you remember that thing that you said? Do you remember that thing that you did? Then you just need to go. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war. Amen. Are we ready for war this morning, church? Are we warring this morning, church? Are we warring in the, in the spiritual realm, the church? Are we warring against the things that want to pull you down, to stop you from being effective, to stop you from shining your light? I'm at war. My brothers and sisters, we're at war. We're at war with carnality. We're at war with, with people that are losing their lives for no reason. We're at war against all of these things. and we must stand to be ambassadors for Christ. We must stand and claim the cross. We must stand and claim Jesus. We must stand and shine the light of who we are and who we're called to be. Therefore, if anybody, who's anybody? You. If anybody be in Christ. Are we in Christ this morning, church? You're a new creation. Say, I'm a new creation this morning. All things and old things have passed away. Say it, church. Old things have passed away. They have no longer got an effect on me. I am not clamped at the ankle to them. I am free because the Son has set me free. If I believe anything, I believe this. The minute I come into relationship with Christ, I was set free. No weapon ever again can come against me. I have no guilt, no shame. I am forgiven and I am set free from the things of my past. What I do now is really important. The words that I start to declare and speak over my life and speaking to others is really important. I realized the day that I come to Christ, something changed. Something changed. I don't know that seems an obvious statement, but let me explain. My life was transformed. I didn't realize it at the time, but my life underwent a transformation. And on that day, something incredible happened. I became a transformation carrier. How many transformation carriers are in the house of God this morning? If you've got the word in your heart, if you claim the Lamb's Book of Loss, you're a transformation carrier this morning. Someone was a transformation carrier for me. And I praise God for that man every time I think of him. Every single time he comes to my mind, I go, thank you, Jesus, for that man. I do. I do. I genuinely do. Because he, was the, he, 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 was the, he walked under the authority of who God called him to be. He listened to the Spirit of God around people. He said, go and talk to that kid. Sometimes, man, I, wanna, I don't want to talk to those kids. Those kids are ratbags. Sometimes he's just like, man... That kid's hard work. But you, Imagine if Ananias didn't listen to the Lord. God said to Ananias, go and speak to Saul of Tarsus. You know what Ananias said? No. He said, no, I'm doing that. He kills Christians. God said, go! You will trust in me because I am God. And Saul, because of Ananias' obedience, became Paul the apostle. What an incredible man. How many Saul's do you walk past every single day of the week where God speaks to you and says, hey, talk to that guy. And you're like, man, that guy's a terrible person. He says, talk to him. God knows the Saul's that go with the Ananias'. God knows the people that he brings across your path only you can talk to. Are you going to hide your light this morning, church? This is, this, is, this is a powerful thought here. The older and more mature I become in my faith, I realized a second transformation took place. I moved from being a transformation carrier to a transformation conveyor. I carried the word of God. But then I got to a place in my maturity and my faith with God, that I can start to convey the message of the gospel to somebody else. That I can be a bus that someone can get on and ride, that I can actually speak into their life and walk with them for a time. So they can become transformation carriers. and So they can become, in time, transformation conveyors. You were transformed, Pat. You were transformed by somebody's willingness to serve God you were transformed by somebody's willingness to serve God don't put that aside don't lose sight of the fact that somebody prayed for you that somebody got on their knees in their room in the quiet and the dark and said God bring them speak to their life speak to their world let's call them in let's call the, the, the broken in let's call the lost in someone got on their knees for you Someone got on their knees for you. Someone got on their knees for me. And there are people still on their knees for me. And I need them there. I genuinely do. I need people speaking and praying into my life, into my wife's life, into Pastor Dave, Pastor Tim, Pastor Wendy's life. Because we come under incredible attack. You want to change the world? The devil doesn't like it. This church is founded to save the lost. This church is founded to save the lost. This church is here to give people hope. This church is here to be a hospital and the function of the hospital is to bring the sick in, make them well and send them out. It's not to sit here and go, well, the food here is nice. It genuinely is not. This church was founded to save the lost. You know, the greatest thing that anybody needs in this world is hope. Whether you're saved or not, everybody needs hope. Everybody. And the greatest thing that is lacking in this world is hope. You're a hope carrier. You can't carry the hope that is within you and not share it. That's really selfish, can I just say? Like, well, I'm sorry, but, I mean, that might be a bit bold of me, but you carry such an incredible message of hope even if you start speaking it to yourself. Hey, if you've got challenges and you're depressed and you've got issues on, on the inside, you start to speak the hope of Jesus Christ over your life. You start to declare, I am the apple of my Father's eye. I am the righteousness of Christ. This is hope speaking. Amen. I am joined heirs with you, Jesus Christ, in the vine. I am. I am. Start to speak hope over your life till you can then start to be a transformation carrier. There are so many people who say to me, I don't know what my purpose is. Let me tell you what your purpose is right now. In fact, I'm not going to tell you. Jesus is going to tell you. You ready? Okay, Matthew uh, 5, 13 to 16, it says this. Let me tell you why you are here. It's written in red, so it's got to be true, right? Let me tell you why you are here. You are here to be salt seasoning that brings God flavors to this earth. If you lose your saltiness, how will people taste your godliness? You've lost your usefulness. There's lots of nesses in there, but it's true. I don't want to be that guy. And for all you people who've got selective hearing, he says it again. You ready? Here he goes. Here's another way to put it. You are here to be light, bringing out God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this as a public city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, uh, you don't think that I'm going to hide you under a blanket, do you? Bucket, sorry. In putting you on a light stand, now I've put you there on a hilltop, on a light stand, for goodness sake, shine. Shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives by opening up to others. You'll prompt people to open up to God if you claim Christ you claim salt and light if you claim Christ you are full of salt that people need if you claim Christ you are full of light that people need you can be the only light in their darkness you can be I know what it's like to walk around in a world and still be full of darkness, not being able to see a single thing and have, be, have no hope. But I tell you what, I thank God for the people that got on their knees and prayed for me. I thank God for the ones who said 10 years from now, that man is going to be changing worlds. I thank God for the ones who spoke hope and light into my life. That's what you're called to do. Let me tell you what you're here to do. If there's any confusion... You are called to be a light bearer, an assault carrier. Beyond that, it's all gifts. But you, that's what you are called to do, every man and woman and child in this place. Jesus is saying we have to have a positive impact on people so that we are contagious. You know when you hang around with people that are contagious, love being around them, right? When people are negative, you love hanging around them too, right? Really? You know what? As a transformation conveyor, I love those people. I love getting in their world and going, hey, let me take you by the hand. Let me spend some time with you. Let me sit and listen. And let me wait for the Spirit of God to put a word in my spirit, to speak into that darkness. Because I'm a light carrier. You're a light carrier this morning, church. You're a salt giver this morning, church. Don't be a transformation carrier. Be a transformation conveyor. What a great, great purpose to have in life. People should look at our lives and see the good works and be attracted to it. We're to be seasoning. We're to be bright things in our life. We're to call? Uh, he calls us to, to be catalysts for the good news and positive change. Are you a catalyst for good news and positive change? When people leave your presence, do they walk away going, I feel better for being in that person's presence? Or are you something else? Are the words coming out of your mouth salt and light? Or bitter and darkness? Ooh, some challenges coming here, right? Do we claim Christ this morning, church? Do we claim Christ this morning, church? Okay, we're like carriers this morning, then aren't we? Okay, because people need you to speak hope. People need you to speak hope in their life. People need you to speak every prayer on this prayer request is a cry for hope. Every one of them is a cry for hope. And you're a hope carrier this morning every single one of them is a cry for hope. Everyone, for kids, for family, for lost ones, for loved ones, for brokenness, it's a cry for hope. For my business, it's a cry for hope. You're a hope carrier. Can you come along to someone this morning and say, hey, I don't know what you're going through, but I know Jesus is the answer. I know that God is the King of kings and the Lord of lords and there is no mountain bigger than him. He created all things. He's the Alpha. He's the Omega. He's the beginning and the end. All I need to do is look into the sky at night and see the greatness of God. He said to Abraham, look at the stars. Have a look at them. Can you count them? That's how big I am. Isn't that amazing? Isn't God incredible that he is so big? So big, but so personal. So personal that he sent his son to die for you. So you can be a hope carrier. So you can be a transformation conveyor this morning, church. So you can take the word of God. You can get it on the inside of you. And you can let it permeate inside of you. And you can then start to bring it out into someone's life. It'll open your eyes. And instead of seeing people with problems, you see people that need hope that need the word that's inside of you. I want you to do something for me. Changing the way you are is uncomfortable. Who likes change? That's a lie. <laughs> Straight up. You know the only, only people who like change are the people who go, I'm going to tell you what to do and you need to change. But when they've got to change, they're like, this is uncomfortable. I don't like this. Okay, I want you to do something for me. Everyone, I want you to put your hands together like you're about to pray. This is a very spiritual moment. Just like this. Clasp your fingers together. Like that. I want to show you how quickly we become uncomfortable. Come on, this is a thing. Everyone needs to do it. I want you now. Is that comfortable? We good? Having a, a really quite uniform moment here. Father God, I just thank you for the amazing things you do in my world. I want you to unclasp your fingers and move over one finger. How uncomfortable is that? How weird is that? I don't even think God can hear my prayers. (laughs) Seriously, it's uncomfortable. The slightest change will make you uncomfortable. And the thing is, if you lose sight of who God is in that moment, you'll lose your hope you stop becoming a transformation carrier, you stop becoming a transformation conveyor, you lose hope. Let me do it again. Everyone fold their arms. Fold your arms. You know, you've folded your arms this way thousands of times. Thousands of times. And you do it the same way every single time. Do it the other way. How uncomfortable is that? It's weird, right? I still don't think God can hear my prayers. We are creatures of habit, but we've got to be creatures that can go into the fiery fire and go, God, I'm comfortable because you are with me. I'm, I'm in the fire. I'm with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I'm in the fire, but Jesus, you are with me. You bring the, the uncomfortable. I love it. Jesus brings the uncomfortable. Jesus does not want you comfortable where you are. Who gets upset when someone sits in their seat, Andrew? It's like, hey, this is my seat, man. I've been sitting here for years. I don't want to sit in that seat. It's uncomfortable. My whole perspective has changed. By the way, please don't sit in my seat. It's uncomfortable for me. <laughs> it's amazing what Jesus has called us to do. You know, to overcome this challenge. All of us are uncomfortable at some time or another. Jesus wants to take you out of your comfort zone. And for us to change, there's one of four things that need to happen in our lives. Number one, when we are hurting enough, we have to change. Number two, when we see enough, we're inspired to change. How many times do you see things and you go, man, I'm going to change. I'm going to do that because I've seen something that can be done. I can do it. Number three, when we learn enough, we want to change. And number four, when we receive enough, we're able to change. If you had everything you asked for, would you change? This is a heart mindset, if that's even a thing. This is the posture of your heart we're talking. If you had everything that your heart desired, what way would it push you? To give? to take? hope is about those four things to reach out to the hurting who want to see their life changed to be an inspiration and example to others who want to make their life different it's all about sharing the good news so they want to change and when god pours resources in your hands so they can afford to change you know change costs money this place was founded on hope and vision for the lost and it costs money I'm not here preaching about money this morning I'm preaching about hope but let me tell you something hope costs it costs somebody something it costs somebody on their knees praying for you it costs somebody to have a vision seeing you standing in church with your hands held high praising God it costs them I pray for my kids it costs me I pray for people in my world it costs me I sow and pour into them. You know, the Word of God says this. If, you, if you'd lack hope this morning, let me bring some thoughts to you. God is the God of the impossible. If you haven't got that message by now, come and see me after the church. He said He can do all things. Up on the screen. He says He can do Impossible things, we have eternal life, we have forgiveness, we have wisdom, we have peace, we have healing this morning, church. Our sins are forgiven, our sins are forgotten, our fears are defeated, our prayers are answered, He'll be with us and Jesus will come again. Stuff gets me excited. Should get you excited. And your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. That's an incredible thing. Jesus said to be a salt and to be light and there's an assumption here. What do you think the assumption is here? When Jesus said you're to be salt and light. Anyone? That you should be salt and light, right? Like it's not rocket science. It's my transformation that makes me a positively contagious. Not in a COVID way. To others. To people who want their lives changed. It's my transformation that helps lead and influence them. You can't give what you don't have and you can't give from a place of emptiness to a place of positive. You can't do it. I've tried. It will crush you. You can carry that smile for so long. Then some words will come out that you'll regret. The Bible has changed me from being cynical to full of hope. So I need to be salt and light so I can help others. John Maxwell made this statement. Where, is, where there is no hope for the future, there is no power in the present. If you're feeling powerless this morning, get on your knees. Pray to the God of hope this morning. Pray to the God that created all things. Pray to Jesus who, who come and saved you into the hope, into the covenant of which God sent his son. So you can be washed. So you can claim hold of that hope. So you can stand on the hill and say, my God, my God, you are my hope. You are my fortress. You are the thing. You are my hiding place. I love these things. They speak of my identity. They speak to me. They speak to who I am. They speak to who Christ has called me to be. They speak to me. He's my fortress and my strength. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. No weapon shall prosper against you if he's your fortress and your strength. And inside that lighthouse, the light shines from without of you and people are drawn to you. Because you're a contagious person. You're a contagious person that, tra- that carries transformation, that conveys transformation. If you want to be salt and light this morning, I am going to give you a task. And everyone can do it. It's easy. Value people. Value people. And with value people, I want to add to that, connect with them. Don't value them on the fly. Don't walk up and go, hey, bro, I really love you, man. You said you love me. That's not valuing people. Connect with you. Josh, I love you, mate. I've known you since you were four years old. I love you. I value who you are. I value the work and the word that God's put within your life. I do. Yeah. This man is going to be a great man of God. He is a great man of God. He's going to go and do a great thing. Yeah. He is going to change the generation that he has been assigned to in Christ. So are you if you choose to. Yeah. Value people. Connect with them. It's an important thing to do. You want to be salt and light, you need to do this. The way to connect people. The way we connect with the lost people, now hear me here, is the way we value them. The way I connect with people that are lost is the way I value them. It's a tough one. We've all walked by. If you want to become more like Jesus, read the Gospels, and pretty soon you'll come to the conclusion of this. That Jesus... Truly valued everyone. Don't miss what I said. But he didn't say everyone. I said everyone. Church, you're one of those ones. You're one of those ones that he sent someone for you, for me. Jesus values you. You're here today because he sent one to speak to you. One, because Jesus values every one. Every single one that's in church, walking with him, every single one that's still lost. But the lost don't carry the light. The lost don't carry the salt, you do. You're the hope carrier. You're the transformation carrier. You're the transformation conveyor. Jesus died because he loved everyone. Every single one. In fact, the only thing that the religious people didn't like about Jesus was he valued people that they didn't value. Do you know that? Jesus sat with the sinners and they didn't want to do that because it made them uncomfortable. It broke their comfortability. It broke all the things and the precepts that they'd set up. They didn't want to change. They didn't have eyes to see. The light, they wanted to kill the light. But they couldn't kill the light. Jesus gave themselves for it. They couldn't kill the light. Jesus says, I go to the cross as a lamb to the slaughter. I'll go, I'll go free willingly. I'll go, I'll go. I'm going to the cross because people need hope. People need the light. People need the word. People need the salt. I will go. Send me. Send me. I will go. Jesus said. And he went. And you're here today because he did. Isn't that brilliant? You're here today. Your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life because he went. Jesus went. He went. He went. He said, your sins are forgiven. I've thrown them into the sea of forgetfulness. I see you today who I've called you to be. I see you today, not for where you are now, but for the great things that I hold for your future. I see you today, Jesus says. For the great things that I plan for you, for the people that are gonna come across your world. I see you today for the words that you're gonna speak in hope and life and vision into people's lives. I'll go. So grace and mercy can sit at the foot of my cross. Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> Jesus gave us an example of how to value people. In Matthew 25, he said this, I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me a drink. I was homeless and you gave me a room. I was shivering and you gave me clothes. I was sick and you stopped to visit. I was in prison and you come to see me. Then those sheep are going to say, that's you and I, people. We are the sheep that Jesus hurts. We are the sheep that Jesus died for. We are the ones that were stuck in the thicket that he went and got. Master, what are you talking about? When did ever we see you hungry and feed you, thirsty and give you a drink? And when did we ever see you sick and in prison and come to you? And Jesus will say, I'm telling you the solemn truth. Whenever you did this, uh, these things for someone overlooked or ignored, that was me. That was me. Jesus values people so much that when we add value to them, he takes it personally. Can you see that? Jesus values people so much, when we value them, he takes it personally. Jesus values people so much that when I value them, he takes it personally. It's easy to say we, it doesn't make you accountable. But when you change we to I, you've got a job to do. Let me tell you what you're here for this morning, church. When Jesus values people, he takes it personally. When you add value to people, when you visit, when you clothe, when you feed, when you do all those things, he said, you do it to me. That is a powerful statement about who we are to be. About who we are called to be. As salt and light people, we are called to value people. From a transformation carrier to a transformation conveyor. I'm going to give you a quick couple of verses and then I'm going to close. But just bear with me. Romans 15, 13 says this. Hope comes from God. Hope comes from no other place. It comes from God. If you're looking for hope somewhere other than God, you will not find it. You can try and put your hope in things. You can try and put your hope in money, but you can try and put your hope in work, family, but you will come up short. Hope is found in God. May the God of all hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit this morning, church. Hope comes from God. Proverbs 23:18 says is, hope helps us and others endure. I don't know about you, but I've been through some challenges. Just another week, Jesus, I'd say. Just another week. I know you're with me. I know you're bigger than this. You are the Alpha, you're the Omega, you're the, you the God of all. Hope helps me endure. There is surely a future and a hope for you and your hope, will not be cut off. Church, when you step away from Jesus Christ, your hope is cut off. Not because he cuts it off, because you do. You step away from the hope that is God because your thinking changes, your eyesight changes, your vision changes, your heart posture changes. Your hope is in God. Your hope is in Jesus. Jesus is our great hope. Hope is a gift from God, Romans 5.5. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured uh, out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who's been given to us. I have no shame, no guilt. I have the great hope of who Christ is in my life. I have the light that shines from me. I have the salt of the Word of God that is embedded in my heart. And I'm so grateful that he put light in the eyes of other people to pray for me. I wouldn't be here today without it. It's true. Neither would you. Yeah. Not for the cross. Jesus said, send me. Don't condemn me. I will go freely. Finally, God is the only source of our hope. We must put our hope in him, no matter what our circumstances in life are, so you don't focus on earthly things. But we need to set our eyes on Lord Jesus Christ because our hope is that after we have lived our life for Jesus, we will be like Him and we will be reunited with Him in eternity. That is our great hope. It is our great hope. It is the thing that we establish our Christianity and our belief in Him, that we will be reunited with Christ in, in glory. Yours is the kingdom, yours is the power. Yours is the glory. All because of Jesus this morning. The great giver of hope. Church, can I encourage you today? Be an ambassador for Christ. A Christian philosopher said this, instead of living in the shadow of yesterday, walk in the light of today. Walk in the light of today. Forget about yesterday, it's gone. Forget about it. There is nothing you can do Do not let Satan anchor you in challenges of the past. Beyond forgiveness. Like it never happened. Walk in the light of today. And hope in the Christ of tomorrow. Hope in Jesus. Amen. Let's pray this morning. Father God, I just thank you for every single person in this place. Lord, I thank you, my God, that you have called them to do great things. My Lord Jesus, I just thank you, Father God, that you have anointed and appointed and your spirit rests in and on each and every one of these people. Father God, I thank you that you have called every single one of us to be light bearers, my God. Lord, I thank you that you called every single one of us to be salt carriers this morning, Father God. Lord, I pray, Father God, that salt becomes rich, Father God, and the light becomes bright in each and every life here this morning, my God. Lord, I thank you, Father God, that you have called for purpose. Lord, I thank you that there are things in the future right now that are taking place that you are on a journey to meet. There are people waiting for you to speak light and life in their world. My God, I thank you that you have called us to be warriors, Father God. Great warriors for you, Father God. Lord, that we are at war with the enemy. We are at war with carnality. We are at war with complacency, my God. I thank you that your word recharges the light that is within each and every one of us, my God. For the great purpose that you've called, Lord. The authority that you've given in each and every single life here. Called to be a citizen of heaven. Called to be a great warrior, high priestess. Of your servant Jesus Christ. I thank you, Jesus, for the blood that you shed. I thank you for the great hope that you are, my God. I thank you for the great faith that you put within me, Father God. The endurance, Father God, that you put within each and every one of us. Lord, we lift up every circumstance right now. Church, if you got issues in your world, give them to the King. 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 He went to the cross for it. Give it to the king. Give it to the king right now. Marriage challenges, give it to the king. Financial challenges, give it to the king. Relationships, children, words that have been spoken over your life, give it to Jesus. He took every strike, every single thing he took so you can be free, so you can walk in freedom because Jesus set you free. You are free indeed. Do not walk in brokenness. Do not choose these walks. Do not choose these chains this morning, church. Jesus set you free and no one can ever put you back in bondage but you. Father God, I lift them up. I lift every one of them up, Father God. Lord, I just declare over their lives authority and hope and value. Lord, and peace. I pray peace around minds right now. Lord, peace around hearts right now, Father God. But I thank you, Father God, that you have called us I in knew Jesus' name. I know this message will we'll keep speaking to you as you continue your day. So for more information about City Point West, jump on citypointchurch.com or follow our social media accounts, Instagram, City Point West, or our Facebook, City Point Church West. Have a great day.